Welcome to episode 3 of In the Driver's Seat. In today's episode, I'm not even starting out doing my typical rideshare stuff. Uh, in fact, I'm driving my closest friend from my actual life around. Uh, we're taking him to the doctor so he can have a certain eye surgery, and the rest of it is me talking crap and basically metaphorically shitting on the kid. I hope you guys enjoy it, uh, and let's get this thing going. Is it that bad? Like I said, it's an exercise separating mind and body. You know what would be really good right now? If I gave you a lot of ketamine. What? If I gave you a lot of ketamine and let you go in the K-hole. Oh, my. Probably. Like, you think, you think you're like, oh, I need to separate body from mind. That is literally how you do it. You go into the K-hole. <coughs> they did a really good job with this episode. This is funny. I like I like this guy that they're interviewing. He's, he's pretty good. I can't stand the juggernaut. What are you doing? Just tell me what you want me to do, and I'll do it. Stop being a weirdo. <laughs> Don't touch anything. Was I close? Uh, yeah, like twice. <laughs> if you told me I'd have been like cold, cold, hot, you're getting warmer, you're on fucking fire! Oh, they're on fire. <laughs> oh. Your eyes? Yes. Yeah, you're being a pussy. Shut up. If I had known, and my buddy who referred me didn't he happens to live right next to the doctor. If I had known, I might have picked the doctor right next to my dad's house. Oh my gosh. Well, this is comedy for me, so... My pain and suffering? Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna take that and be happy. Good, you should be. Because it's not often that I, in, in uh, our friendship that I've been able to sit here and make fun of you. Dude. It's quite often been the opposite. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I want to be high. That does sound enjoyable. I would love, like, I would love to have, like, uh, a couple of eggs. I wouldn't say eggs. I was going to say, like, a, like a, what is it called? Uh, like a Percocet. Yeah, Percocet, yeah. That would do it. Yeah, it would be, uh. Ideal to say the least. I mean, not for me, but I can only imagine the like what a what an itch feels like inside your pussy. I can only imagine that opiates gonna help you. Vagisil, but it sounds like it's uh, sounds like it's so bad that Vagisil won't cut it. So I would prescribe you Vagisil and an opiate. I wouldn't call it an itch. But I think it's because it's more specifically eye irritation. 
It feels like you have something fire. on it your feels eye. Like, fire. like something scratches your eye. Right? And like yeah. you your your eye is always burning. Yeah, it's burning. Yeah. Or like when your when your eyes get really dry and like you're like fuck it hurts. Yeah, it's burning. Yeah. But I wouldn't describe it as an itch. Like well, I don't, you know what I mean? Like my hand isn't trying to go to my face. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't want my eyes to exist. Yeah, I want I I think if you burnt the nerves that would feel better. <laughs> then they would stop sending signals or something. Yeah. Okay, it'd be worse than this current signal, which is fire. And then I imagine burning to death. It's kind of what I imagine, but it's only in my eyes. That, that should be grateful. It's not my whole body. That it would probably kill myself. I would pretend to you and tell you that I am a warrior and I have a warrior's mentality that I would find a way to enjoy the pain by embracing the suck and realizing that it is truly a weakness leaving the body. But I'm not in your shoes, so I can't say that I would be like that because I know that there's some pain that I do not like to the point where like I would rather like shoot myself in game. I think there's a mental process to overcome this. I think you could definitely do it. I just think you can't figure it out, and I'm sorry. I told you it was an exercise, as in this is the first time. You know, if you did this every day, obviously it would be horrible. But in time, you would conquer it. Yeah, this is terrible. But I'm also, like, I'm not going to say that, like, I'm more focused and have trained my body and mind to, like, be in unison more than you, because... That would sound hippy dippy, and I would sound like I'm okay, a druggie. But, but I mean, I am sort a hippie. Of the opposite of separation. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> I'm in tune with my body to where I can separate. Oh. I can compartmentalize very well. well. Then you should do LASIK. I want to do LASIK. I just don't care now. Yeah. You know, I I don't I don't hate my contacts. I don't hate that. Like. I enjoy the fact that I do it. And I get that what you're saying is like, oh, there's a freedom to it. To me, like, contacts are kind of like my freedom. I enjoy it. I, I, I like the I like the routine of it. I mean, I felt free, you know, wearing contacts for the days where I wasn't thinking about it. But then sort of the having to take them out. Yeah. I was just so bad at putting them in. That's why I couldn't make a routine. <laughs> it would take me like an hour, dude. Yeah, don't do shit to me. You know, I have long eyelashes, probably part of it. I don't think eyelashes have anything to do with it. Well, then I just couldn't hold my eyes. I think I've just been that weird kid that's always kind of liked pain and always liked touching my eyes, because I've always touched my eyes. Pardon the quick interruption. I received a phone call halfway through, so for a couple of minutes I had to edit the audio so that you wouldn't capture just bland sound and no audio. It's creating a uh, frontal, I guess, a pressure headache. Yeah. You don't have like a Tylenol, do you? Um, somewhere over there, okay. and between the the seat and the door, All just right. reach down. We're gonna, we're gonna play hot and cold. You're just gonna have to move your hand back and forth until you hear a rattle. It's the God's honest truth. It's Glasses. not. It's not in there. It's in between the the seat and the door. In the floor somewhere. Under the seat or forward? Uh, so, like, reach down beside the seat oh, and the door. 
and it should be there. Curtis Law was the finest. That? that is. Uh, eye drops. Yeah, those are my eye redness eye drops because I'm a. I found a. That's a microphone. It is a microphone. This is a fun game. It's distracting me. Yeah, bitch. Okay, I found Febreze. You found the Febreze. Oh, very good. Oh, that's mine. Okay, it's going back. Go down a little bit. That's mine. So that's you don't have any more water, do you? Yeah, I do. It's all the way in the back of the car. We're not stopping. That much is clear. Alright. I don't want to give it a fine. It's somewhere down there, bro. I'm telling you, because I put it down there. Move the seat back first. Because I don't know where it's at. It could be under your seat now. Yeah. Because things travel a lot. It could in be. My car. Oh, no. <coughs> and the reason I know that it's in here is because I bought it last night. No, I didn't lose anything. You're just not looking because you're, you're right. being weird. I'm not looking. <laughs> Play on words. I'm turning this off. And so it sounds an awful lot to me like we have to stop. No, there is no stopping. Except for red legs. Alright, move your legs. Yeah, you know what's funny? What? This could be anything. <laughs> yeah, here, put it in your mouth and take a sip of my sweet tea. So it's not going to fuck you up, but it will alleviate the inflammation and irritation. I got your drinking money. Alright, I'm turning the potty off. Where are we? We're in Tilm Buford Bud. No way. Yeah.
That right there says power. It sounds like he should be fighting De La Hoya this weekend. That is just a badass name right there. Now, I'm here to tell you, this This is exciting for history. We have our first black president, okay? That is just amazing. Okay. All right, white people, relax. I can see you're kind of getting to that mode. Can we say anything we want now? I'm sure you know you've got that white friend, right? He says some ignorant comment. You call him on it. You're like, man, you're watching. No, 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 no. I'm not racist. I've got a black friend. Yeah, this isn't the same thing. The whole, no, no, I've got a black president thing isn't going to cut it. I know, too, that all white people, we tend to have, like, a, just a smidgen of our racism uh, in us. Sometimes we get caught. I even do it myself sometimes. One of my best friends since I was a kid, Kenny, uh, he's black. And sometimes he'll point out when I'm being racist, I didn't even mean to be. One day we were having a debate. A debate I was on his side with, okay? I'm still wrong, even though I'm on his side. I'm going with it, and I'm like, yeah, man, no, no, I, I, I see where you're coming from. He's like, no, no, you don't. No, no, I'm, I'm understanding what he goes, you don't understand. I go, I can appreciate. He goes, you can't even appreciate. So I said, I go, you know, I feel like there's a lot of racial tension between black people and white people still. So I said, what about this? Just as a, as a wild idea, what if we discovered a brand new planet? And that planet was a vacant planet, and it was like a sister planet to Earth, atmospherically the same, land, water. And what if just to give ourselves a bit of a time out, we took all the white people on Earth, and we just went to that new planet just to kind of sell Right there, he drops me and goes, oh, see, you're racist right there. I'm like, why? He goes, white people get the brand new planet, black people get shitty on Earth. Too. Oh, good stuff. Obama, you on Facebook? Now I got put by a zombie and the Secret Service took me out of there. So. Holy shit, dude. I, I remember being poked by zombies and stuff. That's so crazy. What? Yeah, dude, this is wild. I think to myself, this guy, he already has the shittiest job in the world. Next to Alaskan crab fishermen, this is just the worst. We are putting all of our hopes and our dreams, all of us, into this guy. He's like Mr. Fix-It, okay? He's thinking about two wars, recession, depression, higher unemployment. Even the most vile, racist motherfucker is sitting on that porch going, I think we should see what this guy can do. Okay. What do you say, Billy Ray? You want to give him a shot? Yeah, exactly. No, 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 not that kind of shot. An opportunity. I think that this guy is so stressed, honestly, with all these problems on his mind. Obama's sitting in the Oval Office right now with his head in his hands trying to figure it all out. He might be the first U.S. president to assassinate himself. Which is a very classy way of saying you're going to kill yourself, by the way. If you, ever, if you ever choose to take your own life, that's how you should put it in the suicide note. That's elegant right there. Don't say I, I wanted to kill myself, right? I have chosen to assassinate myself. For we the people. We'll read that and be like, wow, this is a pretty historic suicide note. I gotta say that. I think that, uh, you know, suicide, obviously, it's a, it's a tender subject, but at the same time, it's a bit of a selfish uh, act, right? Unless we're talking about clinical depression, it's kind of fucked up when somebody just, you know, leaves us, and then it kind of leaves you wondering for the rest of your life, why and how come they did that? 
that to us. So I have a couple of ideas that I'd like to share with you. I think the haunting symbolism is what stays with you forever. When somebody like hangs himself, it's the rope that's the moment that you just capture in your mind that you replay over and over. So here's my two cents. If you're gonna hang yourself, for example, don't use the old noose and the dusty rope. Um, Christmas lights. Yeah, maybe hang some tinsel off your lifeless body. Wrap some gifties around your feet, right? That way whoever finds you is gonna be like, oh! so classic and terribly bad that I can't even finish. I'm like, I'm not enjoying it at all. Pause. Do you like MMA? Well, if you don't know a whole lot about me, I love MMA. This next segment is me getting passionate about it. I, uh, at one point in time, I did train in several different forms of martial arts, uh, I was only actively enrolled in one form, but no big deal. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoy it. Away we go. What I was going to say was, the deal with the NFL is that it's a lot like the NBA nowadays because the tough guys aren't the tough guys anymore. Right? Yeah. The tough guys are who we believe they are. And, like, look, I'm not knocking, like, Aaron Donald, who's obviously, like, the toughest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. You know what I mean? He benches 475. Yeah, <laughs> for reps. You know yeah, what I mean? like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. like that guy's a freak of nature. But like we talk about tough guys, they talk about guys like Jalen Ramsey and stuff like that. And so they talk about LeBron being tough. But both those guys piss and howl over the littlest stuff in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I just can't I get with that. It's like watching Ronaldo flop in soccer. I hate soccer because people like that. Yeah. You know I, mean? I don't know necessarily too if it's a thing with uh, um, tough guys not being tough. Like I don't. I'm not. I'll, you'll. I'm not going to defend LeBron in any way. We're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> Michael Jordan is officially the greatest the of all guy, time. Nothing. Guy, nothing. Nothing. Guy, LeBron can do will ever surpass him. You know what? Bill Russell, in my opinion, is still second. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. He's got what eight championships? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, that's right. Eleven. <laughs> I was about to say he's got eight on that. Uh, hey, Will Chamberlain's got the next. But I mean, he's the, both those guys got more, and they're still not as good as Michael. Kobe yeah. might be four. Then Shaq's probably five. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. Right. Um, but as far as, like, the tough guys in the NFL, like, if the rules didn't allow for people to be such, um, yeah, I'm trying, yeah, uh, if they didn't flop around right. because the rules allow it, then they would still be tough guys. And you know what, that takes away from the edge of some of the wide receivers before that time, like Calvin Johnson, right, who would get... Which, congrats, the, congrats to Megatron, bro. Let's man. go. Calvin Johnson, man. Oh <laughs> the choice finest. The choice finest. He was finest. always going to be first ballot. But, I mean, see, but a lot of people think he was, not because of what he did on the field, because he retired early. He, you know, he, Barry Sanders. Yeah. He retired early, and he Don't played play for, for the dog shit team. Yeah. Don't play for the fucking He, he didn't have a quarterback. Like, he didn't like, have an like Barry Sanders, he played for a dog shit team. Yeah, the same exact team. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You know what's funny is my dad when I was growing up, right? He has to be one of the best players of all time who never won a playoff. Well, you um, know, here's, here's, the, Allen Iverson, here's, the, Barkley, here's the craziest like, thing about Megatron. I watched some of his, like, documentary film, like, where they were doing, like, the 30 for 30 or whatever for him. And, like, one of the things they said was, like, he would, like, 
But like during games where he'd get like six catches, 189 it's yards, like and like two uh, two touchdowns yeah. or whatever, he would get done, and they'd be like, "Hey man, great game." He's like, "We played." Like he wouldn't. He took so much oxycodone. Yeah, because he was always hurt. He played so injured he, he more than anybody. A, he was a big proponent of the weed movement for the NFL. Yeah, I know. Because I know. he was like, "Look, man, you're getting players addicted." He's to, the reason I downloaded. Oxys. He's the reason I downloaded stuff like Weed Maps and Weedly. He right. advertised it. So, well, you yeah, know, it's cool. Calvin Johnson, like, this is chill. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we talk about tough guys too nowadays. Hey, you talk about weed and tough guys. Hold on, weed and tough guys. Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz, and Nick Diaz when they were in the oh, UFC. Oh, the Diaz brothers love them some reefer. Oh, dude, I know. Nate, before he fought um, uh, Jorge Masvidal, showed up with a huge the blunt, blunt and like, yeah. was passing it to fans, bro. Like, dude, that was tough as fuck. Dude. I love Nate Diaz, too, I did, bro. too. I love big Nate Diaz. Bro. Oh, dude. Like, was hey, I just... Do you like MMA? you like the fights? I, I, I train in MMA. Do you like, uh, did you like Dustin Poirier putting Conor McGregor on his ass? Uh, I'm, I am a huge fan of both of them. Like, honest I to God. Like, I'm I was a huge fan. Was the I relieved that... respect really got it for me, man. Oh, yeah. That That's, yeah, like, the things where his, uh, Dustin's wife showed up in the thing afterwards. And, yep. You know. Hey, and McGregor and uses hot sauce two days later. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah it's all like, and then, like, during, they have that Hot Ones thing, the YouTube channel. Yeah. Dustin Poirier uh, did some stuff, and he did nothing but say Conor McGregor is one of the best fighters in the world. Right. And he was just like, I've fought, like, he's literally fought, like, the last, like, seven well, champions, he's, he's right? He's fought every champion. Yeah, yeah. He has. He has. And, uh, and he's won he six saying, out of the eight fights he's done. Yeah, and he said to uh, to the Hot Wings, he's like, Conor McGregor is the best stand-up uh, and, like, the heaviest-handed person I've ever fought. Right. Yeah, he and said I was that, like, he That's said that after his win, too. Yeah, you yeah. I mean? that was so, like, I like Dustin Poirier too, because like you, I'm I'm a Christian and he's a Christian, so right. like, I feel and that. you can you can actually feel it. Like when he play, fought Connor the first time, he was like young and stupid, and then like that loss humbled him, and then like he started right. like talking right and acting right. So you well, have to you know, respect yeah, I that. think he was his game plan was strong the first time, but he got in his own head. He got that he allowed, that, that, that arrogance. Yeah, he allowed he allowed yeah. Connor. Uh, and like one of the things he, he says, stand up with Connor when Connor was at his best striking. It's like you yeah. cannot do that. And with one him. of the things he said Connor did is like Connor started attacking Louisiana, started attacking his family. And like after the fight was over, Connor walked up to him and he's like, "Hey man, no hard feelings. It's a it's a mind game thing." And Dustin's like, "I know, and you won." You know, Connor McGregor's an asshole. No, he's not. But he's smart. He's, he's so smart. He, Connor he's McGregor. So smart. Connor McGregor's one of the sweetest people in the. Uh, in That's the what I've heard. He is but one of the I nicest say he's people. An asshole. I don't mean him as a character. I mean he's. He's an asshole to the cameras for two reasons. Well, I mean, there's one, a it reason. Sells. It sells. There's a reason his name is Notorious. I mean, yeah, come on, exactly. man. Like, it sells and it wins because he gets in people's heads, even well, though he knows. Five out of the five top pay-per-view fights are all Conor McGregor. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. You, you can't. We're going to. Uh... Okay, never mind. It's not. Like, this is the next one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Is I know. Smarter, I totally. I mean, you you got to be on the right line here. It's quick though. Oh yeah, that's right. I do remember doing this. Yeah, it's all messed up. But um. You know, my favorite, I grew up, uh, what was his name? Uh, Tito God, Ortiz was my favorite growing God up. God bless his soul, now a uh, heavyweight who passed away. Never that good at fighting, but was in MMA. Bare Knuckle Brawls is his thing. Um, Tank Abbott. No, no, no. It no. Was, God, man, what's his name? Oh, Mark, no, it wasn't Mark Coleman. Mark Coleman's still alive. Oh, um, man, I, I'm hurting myself right now. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to. Big, big dude. Warren Sapp. He fought like six fights. No, he fought like six fights. He won like two of them on knockouts. But he got his fame in Florida 
doing bare knuckle brawls. In the oh, Kimbo. Or, Kimbo Slice, bro. Kimbo. Yeah, Kimbo Slice. Yeah, Kimbo yeah, was. Yeah. You should have said Jack Black Dude with a beard, and I would have immediately known who you were talking yeah. about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what's even more crazy about before Kimbo died? Was if you watch his fights, Kimbo like was good at jujitsu. Like he was fucking people up. Well, he he submitted like the he last because he knew he could smoke. You know? Yeah, he knew like he threw dude, heavy hands. Kimbo was becoming a killer before he passed away. You know, and I, you know, Kimbo is. Uh, I'm a huge fan of MMA. Like, you know, he's one of those guys. Huge fan, by he's the way. one of those guys like Marshawn Lynch, right? Who came from a, a, a bad background. Yep. Who really gave back to where he was from every oh, step yeah. of the way, and that's a, those are the people you really admire. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, he was the most beloved UFC fighter to never be big. Like, yeah, when no, you yeah, watch, when exactly you watch, right. when you watch his um, thirty for thirty, um, people all the way to Michael Jai White, which argue, people argue could have been a UFC champion because he's like one of the greatest martial arts in the history of martial arts. Do you know who Michael Jai White is? Uh, I don't personally. Know. He is the guy who played Spawn. Oh really? Yeah, he's one of the best martial arts like artists in, of all time, like in the history of ever. He's like a black belt and like everything, from what I've been told and from what I understand, like to the point to where he challenged Mike Perry to a <laughs> MMA contest because Mike Perry said the N word, called him that to his face. Called yeah, he him, called him the N word. Yeah, Michael Jai oh, White's black. Man, no, no, I'm saying like that's what I'm saying. He called yeah. him to his face. Yeah, yeah, no, he said it on Twitter. Oh. Man, yeah. back when Twitter was a hostile environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One for trolls and cotters. Yep. Um, I miss the days. <laughs> all the people all the way down to, like, him, all the way up to people like uh, um, uh, Rampage Jackson, Rashad yeah, Evans. Rampage is the man. Um, like, John Jones. Like, they all were, like, Kim, Kimbo was one of the sweetest dudes to ever walk this planet. He was just a natural god gift to fighter. Man. He was tender with everybody he loved. And he you know learned I mean? was and around. was humble about everything. They said that, like... He the, from day one he didn't argue with anybody. He would just listen. He never got into fights with anybody. Never Man, how cool his ego that, never bro? got you in the way. I mean? like, All he, he was a true student of the game. People like, think that's I think crazy. People, when they think about MMA fighters, they think about like the bad stuff they hear. Oh like, yeah, they think there are a bunch of guys who go to bars and get in fights. Like these guys are so tenderhearted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're good people. And you know what? They're good. You know why they're good? It's because they get their aggression out. I, don't, I think a lot of humans bottle that shit up. It's, I don't think it's even that. You know what it is? Is bullies are uh, are made by people who are, you know, they have like roughness going on in their life, but are never given a humility lesson, a lesson, right. uh, or humility, humility lesson. Yeah, yeah. hubris. Hubris. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of people who are bullies because they've never got their ass kicked. And people in MMA get their ass kicked by people who should not be kicking their ass they get all their the time. Ass kicked in training. They yeah, get that's what I'm saying. Learn about stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like guys who are not time. famous. Hi, oh yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. So like, the reason that most MMA fighters are humble is because they know what it's like to get their ass kicked. Right. You know? And right. you got to think like, um, you have these fighters like um, I forget his name. Uh, He's super big now, um, but he lost like all of his uh, all of his uh, amateur fights. Like he lost like all of them, and then when he became pro, he was like one of the best pros to ever Not do. Not De La Hoya, is it? No, he's an MMA fighter. Okay, I can't think of who it is. You know who's also a badass at MMA? Dave Batista. Batista? Yeah. He's really? got like five fights, dude. He beats the fuck out of people. He, the, Wait, and he not had the, the UFC though. Who's he? No, no, no. It was like it, it was like Strike Force. Like old back when they had like a bunch of subsidiaries that would play. Um, Dude, you know what? Those I'm shocked that those 
neck, like early UFC, like Bellator, um, stuff like that, like they don't get more attention. Yeah, well, I mean, I know the UFC is what it is, right? It is the mecca. Of it's top it's fighting, it, it's, so it's you know it's not fighters. it's not even the best like that's what's funny. Well, that's what it's, I'm it saying. Gets, like there's so many good good fighters out there. But the UFC is great, but like if you look at the about selling the, tickets the, for them. Yeah, if you look at the the complaints that these fighters have, it's with how bad the UFC treats their fighters. Yeah, no, absolutely. You saw Eminem call Dana White, right? Uh, I did not. Oh, that's your that you got to watch that. I don't. I don't give a shit about Eminem. I don't don't give a fuck. Completely worthless. Hey, but you got to hear him call Dana White. He literally is like, "Your fighters fucking hate you. You don't pay him shit. Fuck you." And I was actually like, "All right, Eminem, that's respect." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you having us in here too. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys. Maverick, you wanna say bye? You wanna say bye to the speaker? Can you bark for him? Maverick, come on. Oh, he's like, I gotta get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we entered the night portion of today's podcast episode, adventure, whatever you wanna call it. The next person that I drive around, I uh, get into it about certain parts of my night that are weird, you know, like. Things that happen inside my car when I drive someone around. I also plug one of my favorite podcasts and uh, I plug a community. I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, shout out to uh, The Drop Shot, uh, a Call of Duty podcast. Uh, great people, great community. Uh, enjoy, boys. Hello. What's up, man? How are you? Good, how are you? I've got zero complaints in life. I just had a guy freaking out on me um, because he uh, is about to go and make a decision to uh, spend a lot of money on something illegal, and his um, friend backed out of him, backed out on him, so he's scared. So he was like having like a, a mental breakdown in the back of my car. For real? Oh, it was like your last customer. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Dang. Was he like talking to you about it? Or mm-hmm. was he, like... he was screaming. Oh my gosh. Do you get people like that mm-hmm. often or not? No, not really. I do get people like that, just not often. Oh, and you know what's really funny? What? It was like, I record everything that happens in this car. How? Oh, that thing right there? Yeah, that's a camera. Oh, that's smart. I also have an audio recording taking place right now. Well, I mean, the audio and the video are for, like, liability reasons. Yeah. So, like, let's say, like, a kid said I stole all of his money. <laughs> I'm right here the whole time. Exactly. You know? Um, and then I also do a podcast out of my car. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so I, uh, I usually record people, and I'm like, hey, man, I record. And they're like, that's dope, let's do it. And I'm just like, are you sober enough to have this conversation? And they're like, no, but fuck it. Okay. You just you get like fucked up people all the time. All the time. That's why. That's actually why I drive at night. Oh, good. It's just funny. Um, drunk people pay more too. <sighs> Sorry, I'm not one of those. <laughs> you said what? Sorry, I'm not one of those. <laughs> uh, dude, no, you're fine. You have nothing to worry about, bro. Yeah, no. We also get like little like yeah. I'll show you like I've done five trips today yeah. but we get like incentives 
So like, if I hit 40 trips by by uh, Monday morning at 4 a.m., I get an additional $115. So stuff like that, it makes it a lot uh, a lot more intriguing. Um, cause like, let's say that you don't get these, like every now and then I'll drive someone like a hundred miles, which that's nothing. I drive 500 miles a day. Sometimes I've driven a thousand, just depends on my mood or, you know, you know, so like, I'm just crazy. So, uh, I'm, I'm throwing my gun out. But, um, no, I, uh, that don't bother me at all. Somebody's like, oh man, I gotta go forever. I'm like, good. <laughs> that's more money for me on one trip you know and then uh, the little trips where people are like oh man I'm sorry I'm not going anywhere it's just like I get paid like three dollars to, to, to drive you like three miles I was like and it goes on my you know like yeah, goals yeah. to hit 115 extra like don't apologize <laughs> yeah. you play video games at all? yeah I play Cold War and I used to play like um, so, uh, I would recommend looking up a podcast. Um, it's also like a gaming community, like a lot of your streamers. The problem is they don't stream like that. Like, they do stream, but, like, they stream their podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we have, like, a community of people that we, like, play together with. It's called The Drop Shot. Uh-huh. It's a Call of Duty podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, cool. like, watch this. Let's see if I can get them up. Is it here? No, no, no. Okay, next one? Okay. Watch this. Sorry about the random pause. I had a phone call and a couple minutes passed and then the phone call ends. So I was explaining something. Uh, enjoy boys. As he's the one who hosts the podcast and like we just hang out every Friday. We have like hangouts and stuff. So like if you like Call of Duty, especially Cold War, you should uh, look look that up and join like the Discord and all yeah, that jazz. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I love it. Like I tell people about it all the time because like it's just solid good people that I play with. I mean, we have people who are, like, hardcore conservative, and then we have people who are hardcore, like, uh, liberals that get along, like, yeah. best friends. I mean, like, it's a good community of people. Yeah. Like, everybody's friends. Everybody talks shit and goes off. Yeah. I highly, I highly recommend that. Yeah, I've never heard of anything like that. I know. That's pretty cool. Like, they're the reason I still play video games, believe it or not. For real? Yeah, like, I was about to hang my uh, gloves up and just start working like on other things and uh, I was like you know what I bought this new Call of Duty I might as well play it because yeah. I bought you know Modern Warfare yeah. um, it's, it's pretty good Cold War's pretty good Cold War's fun yeah well I just got tired of the game I didn't care anymore like it was just dumb so I, you know yeah. I was like alright last ditch effort uh, so I joined uh, I, I got on Google and I just looked up like uh Call of Duty podcast to listen to to give me some tips on like what to do to enjoy the game more or whatever and I ended up becoming like friends with everybody and we have like a discord channel Uh, they have like they're on all platforms Facebook YouTube TikTok and I mean they're good people man I I, I try to I try to brag about them as much as I can you know like uh, we have people who are going uh, going live and then like 10 days later they're affiliate like, going live for the first time, and then 10 days later, they're affiliates. That's crazy. Like, we have That's people, hard. because, like, the people really care about each other in this yeah. community, so. I respect it. Yeah. I love it. I have a good time. Yeah. People get mad, and people talk shit, but, I mean, like, hey, that's kind of what gaming is. Yeah. No, 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 that's pretty cool. Like, like I, I had no idea about that. 
What's I would, the name? What's the name? The Drop Shot. Drop Shot? Yeah. Yeah, they're good people. They're 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 good geeks. That good geeks. Yeah, they break down the, the the video game for you. They they read patch notes and shit. It's fun. They're hilarious too. They yeah, have really cool good comedic timing. Day. I'm turning around, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah, like it's good times, man. If you, if you're into Call of Duty, you'll enjoy the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I probably would. That's pretty dope. I just have no idea. This is one right here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, my man. You be safe, all right? All right, you too. Good night, bro. Well, to all my good geeks, that's going to conclude today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I know I enjoyed doing it. Shout out to the Drop Shot at Call of Duty Podcast and all of the boys and ladies that I play with. And the friends that I've made, I appreciate you guys. Well, uh, alright, that's gonna do it. I'm gonna get back to watching some random episode about Destiny. So, you guys be safe. See ya.